Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. Welcome to this edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening, everyone. And with us on the line is our Florida connection, Phil Jakes. Hit it, take it away, Blink 182. Maybe you should hit the correct button. What is this abomination? The visual is even better. <laughs> that was actually pretty close. <laughs> Why did I try to drink during that? <laughs> that was terrible. It's just coming Please out never mode. play that again. <laughs> I knew that would be would his you say reaction. Play that every, I mean, would yeah. you say play that again? Yeah, no. I think no, you said play it never. again, Jess. <laughs> never. So welcome to our YouTube crowd over at youtube.com There's slash There's no way the YouTube algorithm Sid's view. That. Come on. I don't know. There's I don't no edit the YouTube. way <laughs> the YouTube algorithm could catch that tone-deaf pile of whale garbage. I don't, again, I don't, edit the, I don't edit the YouTube <laughs> section of this. Sid does. He's over at youtube.com slash Sid's view. And if we get banged for copyright, then this is where the YouTube will start the show. So hello to our YouTube crowd. I apologize for every week you have to see our faces. Um, anyway, so we usually start... God, that was good, though. <laughs> Got him again. Uh, we usually start off our episodes with personal updates. Now, obviously, the season for all of, well, all but one of us is mostly over. I think Phil lives in the f- land, what did I say, the land of the free and the home of the warm or something like that in Florida? Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, you still can race all year long. Yeah, the land of the free, the home of the, you know, Whopper. current, yeah, the current, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think my racing. next race is going to be in December. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah, but you still get to race in December. I'm relegated right. to iRacing for the next six or seven months. Yeah, it might, it might as well be, you know, uh, how do you say this on YouTube without me bleeping it? Just say it. You know, it's just like, It might as well just be, you know, self-flagellation. Or I don't think that's really that bad of something to say. Oh, not yeah. fl- I don't think it's flagellation because the flagellants were... They were a religious sect that went around punishing themselves across the globe and viciously attacking people for religious purposes or something like that? Yeah, emptying the jelly out of a, a Yule stick or something. Oh, you mean self-gratifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that. Something that I try not to swear. Yeah, we're trying to just be... Well, there's no to. real way to be PG about it either, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I can feel you, make you feel worse and tell you I'm going to practice on Friday, so... Well, see, there you go. There's another reason to move to Florida, except for the spiders, sinkholes, alligators, and snakes. And meth. And meth heads. There's meth everywhere. God, that's overplayed. We have meth in every trailer park in Connecticut. Yeah, but Florida is a special kind. We don't have that that problem. That's a unique Florida issue is bath salts. Yeah, that is where the zombie apocalypse will start from is from bath salts. It's already started. You should see half of the old people here. Yeah. Old people? I thought they were all just swingers. I thought old people have way too much disposable income. That's in the villages. Yeah, I thought old people liked their, uh, uh, what is it, uh, fentanyl. 
I don't know about so do. fentanyl that much. I just know that if it, you smoke it, it'll kill you or something I just something know like it was that. an invention from the Chinese to further... Yeah, they, they, they got something going on. I don't yeah. even want to know. Degenerate our That's society. just... Yeah, fentanyl's awful. I don't know Maybe what when is, I'm 85 but, and I don't give a damn anymore. It's like Burgess Meredith and grumpier old men. I'm 95 years old. What the hell do I care? Dad, you took exactly. up smoking? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay, we were doing personal updates, right? I don't even remember. Yeah, Phil is the only one with a, a, a life... Okay, Phil, what's your personal updates? Because yeah. you're the closest so thing to racing ahead. around here. We won't Cars do going on the trailer months. on Thursday, and we're going to practice at Citrus County Speedway on Friday uh, just to kind of get some laps. And then I think I'm going to go down to 417, which is like Speed Bowl South. The place is ridiculously similar. Even mm. the grandstands separate at the flag stand. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool track, really wide, really, really fast. So mm. see what it's all about. It's three hours south of here, though, so it's... It's a difficult ride to get there, but is what it is. The only real updates that I have for personal updates is I actually got to touch a race car this weekend, and I went to Jesse's garage, and I started tinkering around with the engine that was, well, it's technically, I would put it air quotes, technically my engine, but we built it for like New Hampshire open street stock races or whatever especially for New Hampshire Motor Speedway races. I hope they get to do that next year because I think that uh, we will do it again next year now that we kind of have an idea of what we're up against. Uh, but how anyways, much you spend and how much what? to extort. Yeah. When did you put that motor together? Last year. Has it actually run a race yet? Jesse ran it at practice at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. It was an old sportsman motor that we had built oh, okay. way back, like 50. Between 15 and 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. I don't know how long ago it actually was. But we had it built that long ago. Uh, it sat in the corner of my dad's garage for like that amount of time. Because uh, I think we ran it like two or three times and then had another engine put together. Because I think the rules might have changed or something. Or we thought we could do a better job with better parts or something. I don't know. I forgot. But it was so long ago. How do I expect to remember anyway? So anyway... I took that engine because it sat for so long and I looked at like I had some cylinder heads and I bought a camshaft and I had some other parts laying around. So I just took the long block and I put some heads and cam and all this other stuff into it and we built it for the New Hampshire Motor Speedway race. So but it was a great candidate except for the fact that it sat for over 15 years and when engines sit that long, they get all dirty and varnish up on the inside and the rings don't seat properly. And uh, yeah, you foul every spark plug like two or three times over. So that's pretty much what happened to us. But yeah, uh, I got that motor running and I was taking the old uh, temperature gauge to it just making sure all the cylinders were firing because it didn't sound like they were. And I found out number six was not firing. So I pulled the spark plug out of it because I had no idea what was going on, which is kind of a faff because you got to take the header off on that side and then you can, that's the only way you can get it. It's a real pain in the ass. Uh, trust me, I changed the spark plugs out of that engine twice in one day in New Hampshire. It sucked. Um, so I got that thing apart and I pulled the plug out of it and there's no electrode. It's missing. I'm like, where did it go? Where'd you go, little feller? The strap, no. the strap went, was still there. It's an any, not an Audi it, anymore. It went out the exhaust. I would hope. I it don't think it actually exhaust. did because in very small small particles. No, well, here's the thing: the porcelain be. was still intact. The strap was still intact. Everything else was intact except the electrode. And so I, I actually was looking at it, and I spun the spark plug around, and I see a little 
melted blob of metal stuck between the porcelain <laughs> and the th- and the Whoops. bottom part of the where the metal is where the threads are on the outside of the spark plug. I'm like, oh, there you are. I found it. <laughs> well, it was still there then. It That's was good. still there. It just melted and went somewhere else. Uh, so I said, okay, well, I grabbed another spark plug that didn't really fit, but it was the same length, same thread pitch and everything, and I just kind of shoved that in there and fired it up, and it ran. So I was like, okay, good. I dumped a bunch of sea foam down its throat, and then I bu- poured a bunch of Marvel Mystery Oil in it until it basically stalled so that it would oil everything down. And now we just got to winterize it, which people in Florida don't have to do. So... We have to pull the What's water. Winter? Yeah, we don't know. We know all about winter up here. You guys. Don't it was know cold here the other night. It was fifty-six. Oh, poor, poor child. Uh, I think Did you get the, frostbite on anything, or do you have to amputate? <laughs> no, I hope not. The palm but, trees might have lost a few fronds. Oh no! The, the, all the snakes and lizards had to move a lot slower that day. <laughs> there was one leg upside down in my driveway. Later in the day, it got up and walked away. Yeah, it just warmed up and it kept kept moving. <laughs> Pretty much. But no, we all we got to do is pull the valves off and drain all the water out. I'm not one of those racers who puts antifreeze in their race car because personally, I think that's kind of dumb. I just take the block plugs out the sides of the block and then drain the radiator out. And if there's no water in the engine, it can't freeze. Or it can't expand enough where... Right, it can't expand enough. If there's any residual water, like maybe this amount, it can't expand enough to crack anything. Right. So it's like... It won't hurt nothing. Why waste the money on antifreeze? There's no water. It can't freeze. Anyway, so... That's the extent of what I've been up to. It's basically the same thing Jesse's been up to because he's too busy to work on his car right now and there's nothing going on to work on it for. So I've also been mulling over the idea that I have um, this other chassis in my backyard. I'm just wondering if I should put it together or get rid of it. I don't really know what I want to do at this point. I kind of want to work on something. I might build it. I don't know what I want to do. Depends on what I find at the flea market, I guess. I just... I guess the extent the of it. Flea market at Make Nashville. a dedicated open car. You and I'm, Jesse could share it. I'm sure you got enough parts. I do. I probably could. Um, I don't that know if Jesse I want can to. get a crate motor. Yeah, he could put it in his own car. He could join join us, comrade. He's reading his phone and not paying attention to his board. <laughs> Bolshevik. You could jo- yeah, you could join us in the crate motor. Yet. Yes, you can do that. <laughs> He just—he's just too stubborn to move on to it. Stool. <laughs> Stool. That's not even actual Russian. That's just from South Park. It is Russian. No, it isn't. Stool. Where the hell is it? Man, I've been waiting the whole time for him to cue it up. I gave him this one. Oh, just, just you know I'm how. I'm surprised he it. doesn't just have it triggered off the space bar, so he side. just hits the space bar and it plays. I know. I really just—I tried. Run. It's totally not the right one. Yay! <laughs> you got two playing at the same time. Run. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's doing this to me on purpose. I think so too. Oh, anyway. So, all right. So, I might just be building another race car just to keep myself busy in the off season. I have a lot of bunch of spare sheet metal parts and stuff. I'm so glad that I work sixty-hour weeks and so I can pay for my stupid crate motor communist pilot bolshevik stalin as it's not made Nietzsche. in russia might as well be it's, it's worse it's mexico 
wrong. It's actually made in America now. No, it's Mexican. No, they actually are being made in America for the newest generations. Yeah, for the new generations. All the other ones are thrown together. Whatever. Pedro doesn't have a, <laughs> Pedro doesn't have a good day on the line on Friday night. He well, wants to go have some cervezas and whatnot. You, you know, you bet you you bet you're not going to get the tolerances right and everything. Should I break it to him that the ones that are being made in America are the ones having the most problems right now? <laughs> Phil's on the fence. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, okay. I got to move this on because we don't have any other updates other than boring people with the same ones over and over. I need to make a correction. Okay, so last week I had accidentally mentioned that Noah Gregson's father was dead. Whoops. <laughs> I actually was thinking of somebody else that really reminds me of him. Uh, I was thinking of Dylan Kwasineski, who's from the same area, who also has a rich dad. Uh, well, not anymore, because his dad's the one who's dead. Um, they came from the same town and probably around the same age. Remember that kid? He had the rock star energy drink cars. and Yeah, he's, he's like a realist, like a high-end real estate agent or something, or accountant now. Oh, he is? I know he was yeah, out of I, racing, but I didn't know what he was doing. He's probably up in some upper tier management somewhere. He was this flash in the pan that he was a hot shot for like five minutes and he was gone. Yeah, gone. Like as soon as his dad committed suicide, uh, he was gonzo. Uh, no, I think it's too bad Noah Gregson's dad didn't commit suicide before he killed that person. Yeah, because that mother of three yeah. would probably be still alive. Which, by the way, that's what uh, happened because. Um, Noah's yeah. father killed someone in a DUI accident a couple of years ago and was and, sentenced to eight to twenty years. And probably did, you know, two if that. Uh, well, well he, I, I don't know. I don't think he's out of prison yet. Yeah, he's um, not out yet. Uh, he also has to pay no, the family. But he will be soon. Eight to twenty means that you serve maybe less than half. Probably four to eight. So you're talking four to maybe ten years. Four to ten. Yeah, probably yeah, four to ten. He's got money, years. so it may be four. Another Three. year or so. <laughs> we'll see. Based on appeals, we'll wait. But he has to pay the family of his victim uh, $21 million as part of a court settlement. So he is not dead. Ooh, $21 um, million if you're getting hit by a drunk driver? Dude, he has he has FU money. That's why his kid's in the Xfinity series. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a high-end real estate guy from Las Vegas. Dude, like, if, I, if, if something happens to my brother where he gets pushed out in front of a car that's being driven by a drunk driver, it wasn't me, I swear. You got to make sure it's somebody really, really, really rich. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Really rich. I'm uh, talking. We'll be at Hartford. Why are you bring me out here? You'll whoa. see. You'll <laughs> no, see. Not Hartford. Those people all don't have insurance. They're all like or, immigrants. No, or I something. mean, like, well, it's, go the, to, it's the insurance uh, racket. Yeah, it's know? the insurance capital of the world, but we got to go somewhere rich. Like we got to go to Fairfield County or Fair, Fairfield like, County or something Woodstock like or Yeah, something wherever like down that, there. Yeah. So, no, um, I apologize. No, Gregson's father is not dead. Someone else Which is, is because he's a shitbag. Yeah. So, all right. Jesse should cue up the music for this week's Darf comment of the week oh. because I'm going to slot that in oh, right hold on, here. Hold on, hold on. Uh, we're slaughtering this week. Oh, name it. I. Hey, it's time for this week's Darf Comment of the Week. We just need that on a button. Just need to add, like, delay and reverb after the word week. Week, week, week. All right, so uh, this week goes... This week's Darf Comment of the Week. This week, it goes to every single person who complained about Waterford rescheduling Smacktoberfest to the date that we suggested, October 30th. By the way, not to toot our own horn, but uh, beep, beep, 
the promotional team, the racing guys, who are awesome, by the way, who yeah, who put on those big money SK events at Waterford, consist of promotional legends Dick Williams, Jim Schaefer, I believe Jim Schaefer's in, involved, right? I believe so, yes. Uh, I'm just going to po- put them in there because I, I like these guys. All right, recognize they recognize that the Speed Bowl took everything that we collectively mentioned and did it to their reschedule for Smacktoberfest, even down to finishing the modified event, kids' Halloween costumes, and the trunk or treat. But let's let's yeah. Be- why would we suggest that go into that place? Uh, what's that? So why would we suggest them moving it? Oh, because it would. It would benefit them greatly to not go up against Seekonk's there Haunted 100. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's not like we took something completely out of the air. This is all just <sighs> stuff that we've seen promoted throughout the years as well. Why not just use it? Pluck it from here. Pluck it from there. Yeah, take, it's take, great stuff. Put all this stuff together and make a good show. And they did it. Especially, and you know what? Yeah, especially involving the kids and stuff. Yeah, it's all about the kids. Uh, no, but you gotta start them young. We gotta get this. We gotta get more people back in racing. Uh, anyway, uh, not to sound desperate. Anyway, these fans. Okay, yeah, so had, you know, they, it looks like they almost had like a couple guys there that were racing at the speedball. I think. But so, I just I work move. on other cars. Work on crews. And I gotta push this back towards. Um, the Darf comment of the week. Okay, so anyways, these fans, they're all out there saying, oh, I can't go now. I could have made it before, but now I can't. Oh, I'm so sorry, two to three people commenting on a Facebook post. We'll just rush the fence repairs that are ongoing and put the date back to what it was originally, extreme minority fan. Oh, I got a better idea. <laughs> let's run Let's run Smacktoberfest you know, on the right day against Seekonk or whatever. And then, you know, have, and instead of uh, going up against the Haunted 100, let's bring back the entire staff of the Speed Bowl for a one-off racing event with seven, four laps to go. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. I don't think that's going to work like that. I don't get it. Why do race fans hold it against the track if their personal schedule doesn't align with the dates that the track chooses to operate? Why do they create a negative cloud if they don't get their way like a spoiled child? The track created a date. If your schedule doesn't match up with that date, that's your problem, not she the track. She said, do you problem. love me? Nope. Oh, Wrong one. <laughs> sorry. That was really loud, too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, headphone users. We apologize. I'm supposed to say it was God's plan, but no, that's not it. That's, you know what the yeah. problem is today, though? We have keyboards. And you can hide behind it. Here's the yep. thing. Um, it can be right out in front of it. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, you, it's people are just so bold about their idiocy now. Uh, why is it now habitual for people to seek out something negative and post publicly about it? it when it's more their problem than the facility's problem. Like, I don't get it. Uh, race fans are among the only sports fans who will openly complain regardless of the impact of the sport. I mean, you hear NFL fans complaining all the time, but does it actually hurt their sport? No. Nothing can Nothing hurt their hurts. sport more than the players beating their wives into submission. That's probably <laughs> that's probably the worst thing. And then getting away with it. Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can kill, we can go on and on. Yeah, I just every one of them. I just, of them. Yeah, I only singled him out because it was easiest. Uh, yeah. Very low-hanging fruit, I guess. Oh god! Oh, no, oh let's see. What was that? There. Uh, what we already we... went there. So, oh, you're looking for someone else? Oh, I was just. Uh, what was the tight end that? Uh, oh, Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh God, who that used guy to rape old ladies. Yes, 
And if and and no oh god, the NFL sucks. Listen to crime and sports if you think that you should meet your heroes. <laughs> because you're not gonna want to. No. Only All in right. racing. Except Oil Can Boyd. I'd love to meet that guy. Dude. Anyway, he sounds like a party. Anyway, um <laughs> let's get, get back it. Let's get back into this. We're really going off course here. All right, so um where the hell was I? All right, so last week here think about let's think about this for a minute. Uh, last week when Timmy Jordan hit the catch fence at Waterford, what was the general theme or consensus of so-called race fans, and I'll put that in air quotes, online? Well, they all said, should have stayed away from the fence. Shame on this track for allowing people to stand that close. And instead of sharing that opinion, they should have shared this opinion. Wow, the safety improvements made to this facility are so good, you can stand next to the fence, have a flying car, drill it, and still be okay at the end of the night. Their, saf- their safety measures should be an example to other tracks. Mm-hmm. Why They're think about the more than anything that I've ever sucked before? Why think the because neg- positivity doesn't sell anymore? It sucks. But the problem is, is people aren't even selling anything when they're speaking negative. They're not. They're not even selling. They're just selling their own idiocy online to a crowd of people who want to agree with them. I don't even know what they're trying to do. What are they trying to prove? I don't get it. Shock value. Well, everyone wants to be smarter than the other person. You have to remember here that most people that post online have this thing called arrogance and uh, oh, what else? I don't know. Narcissism. That's it's that's a, that's, all. A, that's pretty much the main thing. Any, if, anyone who hides behind a fake screen name, especially the <laughs> DARFs all over the race day Connecticut, like I love reading those articles just because the idiots in the comments. It's usually an egg with a name that's kind of a slang uh, word and a, like about the, six or seven or eight different numbers in, in random order behind it as a screen name. A real dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these guys. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Okay, so I'm going to call them racing pundits from now on. That's what I'm going to call these people. Think that they're doing something noble in their mind by pointing out negative things because they think they're attracting attention to them, when in reality, they're broadcasting the things they perceive to be negative when it's most likely only negative to them and them alone. In other words... Stop posting negative stuff when it's most likely just you or a very specific minority of fans who are the only ones to believe it. Stop it. I keep saying it every week. This is why we have this segment is to stop people from being stupid. Stop making stupid people famous. Stupidity is a virus. That's the real virus in this world. The social media started it. Narcissism. It's always It's a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their self-importance. A need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. That sounds like every single person online. From the Mayo Clinic. <laughs> well, they're very good people to ask about it. Exactly. And we've had, <laughs> it's been an ap- epidemic ever since like Facebook and Twitter came out. MySpace was the original one. Or the, it well, started it, but it wasn't it started as bad. In, it started in anonymous online forums until you had to have a username and everything and then it's moved on we it's, won't go into do you the remember history. do you remember live journal that still exists in some form i believe holy crap really yeah i believe my wife still has a page my, my <laughs> old band in high school used a live journal wow <laughs> damn okay uh, <laughs> I, I missed, I missed, live, I I missed out I on that one still there just be glad you did jesse it's i missed okay. out on it, was it. Terrible. i don't know like i said this is this is i don't know what the live journal is i've never even done it I it barely was had a MySpace. 
yeah, my MySpace was not up to date when I had it, and I was late to that party. And I was late to the Facebook party, and I've never joined the Twitter party because. Did you I at least have music on your MySpace? Page. Oh, you had to. It was a requirement. I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you had. I had to. animation. I didn't have music. Hey, MySpace yeah. did a couple little minor things for people. You had to learn HTML for all the fun stuff. Yeah. So oh, yeah, you could actually was... you actually learned a useful trait. Yeah, I had, you knew who the super nerds were as soon as you went to their their pages. I I went and learned some HTML just so I could do that. I'm like, hey, this might be useful someday. It wasn't, but all, it could have been. All Tom wanted was to have, just be friends. Yeah, all he Tom gave us the, Tom. He yeah. gave us the world, and we threw it back in his face. And now we got this robot alien from hell, Zuckerberg. I know we miss. Ugh. That's the only social media person that I think nobody ever had a problem with. If you draw his Jack, blood, I think it'd be green. Like Jack from Twitter, people hate. Zuckerberg, they hate. Like the, everyone hates. Nobody hates Tom. He just wanted to be your friend. He cashed out, and he he was like, we "I hope that he is living on an island somewhere with just counting money and drinking like mimosas and mai tais." Like I just, I hope for his sake, he was our best friend. <laughs> See, and this is why racing is ruined because yeah, of, exactly because of Mark Zuckerberg and and what's turd face on Jack. Twitter, Jack. 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 I don't know his last Jack name. S. Jack off. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Anyway, um, so there is your Darf comment of the week. Jumping Bl- Jacks. Blanket Darf comment again. So didn't get to single anybody out this week. I could have, but there was too many of you. Enjoy it while it lasts, people. Seriously, it's, <laughs> stop it. Just stop it. Should I go into my bone to pick rant? I haven't done Absolutely. a rant. I haven't done a rant in a while, and I'm kind of on a roll. I might as well just run with it, right? Because there wasn't a lot of racing. We do have some news. Unhook and your stuff, mic but... so you can drop it later on. <sighs> I'm not dropping my mic. I paid for it. I'm cheap, and I don't want the headphone users to have to go through another trauma. Anyway, don't turn it down. I don't really care. But all right, so I got a quick bone to pick. This is racing related in some form, but it's probably going to be semi-political as well. So just kind of bear with me here. This does this does pertain to NASCAR in some form. I'll get to it. But since I'm on a roll, I might as well do it now. Okay, so I got a quick bone to pick here. I'm seeing a bunch of people posting, and this is really today, like as I'm doing research and writing up stuff for the show, and it was like in a couple hours before we even started recording. Um I see a bunch of people posting about a single article posted by, let's be fair, an obvious left-leaning website and an openly left-leaning supporting or left-supporting writer. Uh, I'm not going to give their name or their website because I I'll give you that reasoning why in my rest of my rant. Um, and this is an article about Liberty University and it seemingly quote encouraging and dismissing rape allegations on their campus uh, and people calling for NASCAR to drop them as a sponsor. Uh, Folks familiar with the Cup Series know them as longtime sponsor of William Byron, been with them for quite a long time. Uh, Now, I need everyone who has heard of this, and I'm putting this in air quotes, news, to stop and be subjective for even a moment in your life. This article came from a .org website that is not a mainstream or even vetted source. This is also the only site reporting this. Seriously, I went on Twitter, I searched it, this is the only article that pops up. And it's like 
going it's kind of going viral. I see a lot of retweets and a lot of quote tweets and stuff and people talking about it. But seriously, this is the only article. I'm not seeing it on any major, and I put that in quotes because they are major news sources. I'm not seeing it on anything more than this .org website. Well, you gotta give them. You gotta give them credit. At least it's an original thought. It is. <laughs> I gotta give credit where it's due. Um, again, it is the one site and only one source article. Now let's go into it. The article mentioned that the university, right off the bat, here they're telling you that it was founded by Jerry Falwell, the known Christian evangelist. Uh, and you can have your own opinion about him. But here's the thing: as if they wanted to tell people about the fact that he is was one of the founders of this university because he was such a polarizing individual and they want to try to get the reader to make up their mind right from the start simply by just mentioning his name. That's the only real reason you would put it that early in the article. Usually you would mention that not off the hit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you're going to mention it at all, but I don't even see why that's even pertinent in this type of an article. You just basically mention a controversial name to try to gain some kind of traction or attention to it. Um, so there's that. And again, I'm not even going to mention the page because this news is not confirmed at all by any other source other than themselves. Uh, and the article is very obviously from a very politically biased website. So I, already, I, I don't care what side you're on. If it's one page and it's very biased, usually I don't trust it. Can you give me some like uh, quotes or something like a... Give me some uh, manipulative language. You know, sometimes there are soft words. Sometimes there are, uh, like, say, uh, for instance, uh, Trump boasts new economy. It boasts is a negative term. Uh, where uh, something for Joe Biden would be like, um, you know, decline in economy is uh, short term and not meant to be uh, only meant to be temporary. Those uh, are soft words. There well, are, yeah. They put a tweet out that says, case records and interviews with more than 50 former Liberty University students and staffers show how the school discouraged, dismissed, and even blamed students who have tried to come forward with claims of sexual assault. Now, again, it says the school founded by evangelist Jerry Falwell ignored reports of rape and threatened to punish accusers for breaking its moral code. Apparently their moral code is no sex before marriage and they'll fine people for it. I'm like... Is this a school? Like this doesn't. This sounds made up to me, honestly. And there's a reason. Well, I don't go there. There's a <laughs> reason. Well, here's the thing. It's like there's a reason why I feel like this is more f kind of fake. Is because it, it's one source reporting this. Was this on the Onion? No. It's. I'm again. I'm not giving. And what the was website the name out. of the school? Oh, here's what the, the here's the tagline for. Well, what's what's uh, what is it? Liberty University. Yeah, it's William Byron's. Um, what do you call it? William Byron's sponsor there for a lot of races. It's not his full-time sponsor or whatever. It's a, it's probably a Jesuit university, I believe, is what you would classify well, it as. It's, it's, no, it's a, a evangelistic. Evangelistic? Yeah, okay, it's, evangelistic. it's whatever. Yeah, it's a, yeah, they, they study the tag, it. The tagline... private um, evangelical university. Private evangelical. Here, Jess, are you looking for hard language? Yeah. This is the tagline for the um, people who published this article. It says... Pursuing stories with moral force. I see it all over the place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's on The Hill, Yahoo, Political, Fox News, whatever. Yeah. How long ago was it? Post, eight, nine hours ago. Oh, this was, yeah, this was one of the first ones to be posted on here. But I, I, follow, I looked on Twitter just to see how it's, uh, what do you call it, um, 
mm-hmm. viral spreading. According to a new report published Monday by Shut up, ads. <laughs> ads go, go away, away, ad. But no, I looked at it. I looked in. This is the main article that they are posting. And all the other articles are, like, I saw Jesse post one from Fox News and all these other ones, like Politico, which I don't trust Politico either. Or and Yahoo. Everyone's, I don't, Yahoo. None of, no news sources are supposed to be trusted. And None of them. None every of them. single one of them says... Not one. Every single one of them is saying, Liberty denies, Liberty denies, Liberty denies. And I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. But here's my point, okay? My point is... Like when you see something spreading like this from a single website before all these major news sites pick it up, yeah. there's something that I really kind of question about it. And again, the subject matter of this article is very serious, and these allegations are not something to take lightly. I mean, you don't take lightly about rape and other sexual assaults on campus. Obviously, this is a problem that's been happening before. So... When I see like local racing media outlets and people on Reddit calling for liberty to be dropped like right off the bat, like straight away, I'm like, well, maybe you should set the proper tone and kind of wait until like actual vetted and truthful stories and sources like make reports on this or start coming out because instead of causing like undue negativity to surround the sport, because I think I touched on this earlier, you leap to be the first to report it. Like, well, what's that going to ooh, <laughs> What's that going to prove? Uh, I mean, what is it? Is it easier to make a retraction than to actually report the truth? Instead of overreacting immediately to a headline, you should probably, like, wait and see what happens when the truth comes out. Like, can we at least be granted that? You know, I'm sure by the time that this podcast hits the air, um, there'll be a lot more articles posted about it, and maybe they'll actually get some interviews from people. But but somebody but tying it back to racing. Yeah, tying it back to racing. It's like why why bring it up so quickly when the truth hasn't come out yet? You Internet know what I mean? firing squad. Yeah, I mean, well, it's can cancel we, culture number one. We number need to, one, everyone wants cancel culture because it, it, it's a passive way to make it feel like that you're doing your part for society when you don't actually have to do anything but piss and moan and right. whine. So, um, and cancel culture. Number two, um, they, number two, it's a sponsor. A sponsor is a person or a company an organization that pays for that. Right now, a race team is not going to drop a sponsor that's paying the bills until all the facts are said. I know that sounds very silver-haired, middle-aged white man, but you really do have to wait and see until everything is known. There's a reason why in this country the justice system was founded on innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Because you don't make a harsh reaction to anything that happens until you find out the truth. That is that is exactly what it's supposed to be in the court of public opinion and it's also the way it's supposed to be in an actual court. You know something. So I'm really kind of tired of seeing like a viral news story come out from a .org website that get that eventually Let me, gets picked up by major news outlets for the own for, mostly for the sheer sake that it's actually going viral. Let me get some lubrication in my throat with some beer. Okay. Mm. G- Gen Z doesn't ah, give a fuck. I got I that's, got something to say. But go ahead, Phil. Finish your thoughts. Yes. Yeah, that that's really what it is. They just Anything that comes out that instantly offends them or scares them or makes them nervous, they just want to shut it down because they're afraid of their own shadow. 
my been problem raised by a bunch of freaking pussies and now if based this on based on basically not even a news article no one reads the articles most people just read the titles and make their own opinion. yeah exactly my problem is if this is true then write all the articles you'd like about it Get the interviews from the actual no, people involved. You gotta be first, Brent. This is the news business. We're not here to sell news. We're here to sell advertising space. I'm not interested no, in the they- first article written about this. I'm interested in the truth. We demand clicks. We demand visits, and we demand ad revenue. That's well, I hope we they're news. all very Selling sad because views, not news. Well, they're all going to be very sad because I didn't click on any of their stuff because I just didn't need to. Well, let me tell you something about journalism. I'm, I wait, I'm basically I'm waiting for it to come out. Okay, you know what so, I mean. I'm literally waiting. So when you are like, for instance, um, a small level dot org uh, writer or whatever, uh, I don't even know the guy's name. His, yeah, his website says that he hosts an anti-Trump podcast. So I'm like, okay, I'll trust you. Right. So here's one thing. <laughs> what do you want from especially me? Especially among, know? and it gets worse the lower the level of journalist. But this reminds me of a quote when I uh, attended college uh, in, I did a lot of journalism classes and a lot of uh, propaganda classes. Things with uh, Lenny Riefenstahl of Germany and Frank Capra of the United States during World War II. Um, And it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Let me me listen to this quote and see, I want you guys to guess how long ago this quote was. You know, 15, 20, 30 years ago, whatever. But uh, listen to this quote, okay? There is no such thing in America as an independent press unless it is out of our country towns. You are all slaves. You know it. I know it. There is not one of you who dares to express an honest opinion. If you expressed it, you would know it beforehand. It would never appear in print. I paid uh, X amount of dollars for keeping honest opinions out of the paper that I am connected with. Others of you are paid similar salaries for doing similar things. If I should allow honest opinions to be printed in one issue of my paper, I would be like Othello before 24 hours. My occupation would be gone. The man who would be so foolish to write honest opinions would be out on the street hunting for another job. The business of a New York journalist, or any other big journalist really, is to distort the truth, to lie outright, to pervert, to vilify, to fawn at the feet of mammon, to sell his country and his race or his creed, for his daily bread, or for what it is about the same, for his salary. To You know this, and I know this, and what foolery to be toasting an independent press. We are tools and vassals of rich men behind the scenes. We are jumping jacks. They pull the strings, and we dance. Our time, our talents, our lives, our possibilities are all the property of other men. We are intellectual prostitutes. Now, how long ago do you think that, that was said? 1875. I read it off your screen. <laughs> you know, you're a real jerk because, because I have a 43 inch monitor for my TV for for, for my computer. I should have had I Phil re- guess first. <laughs> I should have had Phil guess first because this literally sounds like five minutes ago. It does. This literally sounds like five minutes ago. This was a guy named John Swinton. He wrote for the New York Times. He was an editor of the New York Times from that era, and even from that era long ago, it literally sounds like. Five minutes ago. Now I know I mentioned. Oh, this guy is a he hosts an anti-Trump uh, podcast. Look, if we know that you host a very politically biased podcast, then you're not an honest journalist. That's not journalism. It's yeah. not journalism. That's you're propaganda. showing you're showing very obvious bias, and a true journalist is not supposed to show obvious bias. That's why I mentioned it. Even racing journalists. There's a lot of racing journalists out there that would like to be in the big time, 
Okay, they would love to be in the big time, and they will lean left because 96%, they will twist words, they will manipulate language because 96% of all media is left-wing, according to a Indiana State University. State University. State equals left. This way. State equals left. <laughs> this one. Damn. Okay, that's 96%, and that was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Now, it's even more now. I I'm, mean, you think 4% of the... Of the of the press is Fox News. Now I'm not. That's a real big market share. Now, I'm not mentioning this article whether or not it is true or not. What I am bringing it up about is we don't know that it's true or not. That's the problem. If you come to uh, any sort of prominence online or whatever your medium may be, posting these types of articles then there has to be some sort of validity to it or else you're literally just well, right now there the is There's just of... allegations and blah 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 but you know no one knows anything yet now if i want to read this type of of a story i want to know for a fact that it's true though right or false because if i know either way then i'll make an opinion but i can't make an opinion on a .org website with a very obvious bias from not only the website in general, but the person who wrote it. And yeah, if major news sources are now picking it up, okay, maybe they'll do a little bit more digging and we'll get to the bottom of this. But I do not want to see people jumping at the bit to try to Let's be the first yeah. to report something when they absolutely don't know It'll anything be, about Liberty it. Liberty Insurance is going to be on William Byron's car the rest of the season, and that's the end of it. Who is it? William Byron's car. Oh, Liberty University? Yeah, right? Yeah, I think you said Liberty Insurance, but we get it. It's, there's so Liberty many different... Insurance University. It's an insurance university. Maybe insurance will, Maybe Liberty Insurance will jump on, and then they'll have one. Yeah. No, okay, forget it. I only hate that fucking emu. It's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Oh, um, God. Now I'm going to have nightmares. <laughs> anyway, so... So what the heck ever. So whatever. I mean, just... Moving on. Yeah, okay, so uh, again, uh, outrage comes so easily... We've gone over that. When yeah. you're all interested in the opinion of those obsessed with moral correctness and et cetera, et cetera. I've already said all this shit. And I, I think I'm just kind of running in circles at this yeah, point. Yeah, right now, so we're, yeah, you're treading under water. So all right, so disclaimer, disclaimer, this is my personal opinion, obviously. Uh, I don't foresee anything ever happening to the individuals or website responsible for this article if, this is if, it doesn't gain any traction or is untrue um, because I've lived through a lot of these. I've seen a lot of these, and... Uh, it is very typical of the left to attack anything having to do with Christians or Christian organizations uh, because of one reason. Uh, they can get away with it, and that is not me really forming an opinion. That's mostly fact. Um, believe what you want, and I don't care. It's easy target. It's, it's an easy yeah. target. It's a low-hanging fruit. If you want to know who has power in this country, it's the ones you can't criticize. So Yeah. There you go. That's actually a really good quote. You want to know who runs your, <laughs> runs your life? It's the people you can't criticize. All right, so we should get back. And I know that was a lot more political than, than actual anything, but there was racing elements to it. I mean, Liberty University is a very big uh, sponsor in the Hendrick organization. And, I mean, what are you going to do? I Actually, you know, I, I'd heard about a sponsor. What was it? Uh, it was that thing that Ross Chastain got. Uh, DC Solar. Yeah, I heard that he was going to get sentenced. Jeff, I can't pronounce his freaking last name. Um, but I heard that he was getting sentenced like last week. I, I didn't. I completely it. forgot about that whole ordeal. Oh, yeah. that was that was horrible. That almost cost Ross Chastain's career. Almost, almost ended it. 
I'm actually going to look that up right now. I want to see the DC Solar thing that was, oh, March 10th. Oh, oh, it got pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. He's facing 25 to 30. I don't even know if he's even been sentenced yet because of COVID things and all this other stuff. And he's and the only one that got caught. There's got to be a lot of other people doing this. The hell's so, his name? Karpoff? Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, Jeff Karpoff. Yeah. Why is everybody that cheats and steals money named off? Bernie Madoff. Jeff Karpoff. It's only I mean, two so far. That's yeah, but that's two <laughs> real big ones. It is really big. That's a lot of damn money. I mean, I mean, shoot. those are people's lives right there that they've stolen. That people are gone bankrupt. Some of these people are jumping out of like multi-story Ooh. buildings and landing on the pavement. Oh, I just read an article that said seventh conspirator pleads guilty to participation in the DC Solar Ponzi scheme. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize it involved like two and a half billion dollars in transactions and a one billion dollar loss. It's like holy crap, that's a lot of oh, money. Oh yeah, woo! Yeah, that is a lot of damn money. And he's the only one that got caught. He they, there can't be other Ponzi schemes, especially with this solar meme going around. So, oh okay, I finally figured it out. Okay, so it says. Um, DC Solar owners Jeff and Pauline Karpoff, who were uh, scheduled to be sentenced today, that was June 23rd, 2020, pushed back to December 15th, uh, to delayed again to February of 2021. And it's just, I think it's just been pushed off and pushed off and pushed off. I don't even know, I don't even see anywhere where they've actually been sentenced yet. The, that guy's like, please, COVID lasts forever. The, yeah, like I said, they're facing like 25 to 30 years or 15 to 30. His wife is facing like 15 or something. So, yeah, that's fun. I feel bad for her because, you know, she he went to her and be like, oh, don't worry, honey. Nothing's going to happen. They'll Who never are you find kidding? out. She's facing 15. She was more than likely involved. Probably. <laughs> more than likely had knowledge of it. All right, so, uh, yeah, I don't know where we went off on track on that one, but, hey, there's just sponsor issues in NASCAR, so I guess we just keep keep rolling on that. So, all right, so why don't we get back to more racing-related news <clears throat> and maybe something not so negative. Maybe we'll go to something a lot more positive. Uh, we got news this week that the NASCAR Wayland Modified Tour was coming back to Thompson in 2022, next year, obviously, on yeah, August- put that on a list of things I didn't expect. Yeah, yeah me right. neither. Uh, August 17th. Uh, and this lead th- honestly, this leads me to hope that the good folks from the ACT and the Pro All-Star Series aren't losing their ass promoting the track at Thompson and that it's a viable enough for them to move forward and host this kind of event and not be kind of a last resort Hail Mary for them to bring people and money into the track. That's really my hope. Well, the mod know. tour is, a, yeah, the NASCAR mod tour is like the other mod tours. They are really popular. They bring in a lot of people. Yeah, they really do. They fill the place up pretty good. I don't know what it is about the NASCAR yeah. name, but it just brings well, like you could have an open modified race with all the same people, and it won't bring as many people. And then you you have the NASCAR modified tour, and people just show up more. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of casual fans that just see the word NASCAR and they freak out. Still, I mean, is that we true? talk about the disconnect, but there there <laughs> still are those people. My father was one of them. I mean, he would always <laughs> let's go watch the wheel and modified tour. I'm like. They're tour mods. It doesn't matter. NASCAR all the same. doesn't mean a thing to me. <laughs> it's familiar branding, and you're right, yeah. Phil. I agree. It's, uh, yeah, it's familiar branding, and it's a comfort kind of to, thing. To, you know? to us, it doesn't make a yeah. difference, but to the casual fan, that's probably what you're seeing fill the stands more and more at like Thompson and Stafford um, for that. I mean, are you going to go watch you know, the NFL, or are you going to watch the CF- Yeah, the CFL, or well, whatever... I mean, New uh, arena league, yeah, or XFL, or what, yeah, whatever, whatever new, new league, league that comes yeah. up. 
personally, I'd rather go see whatever new league because I hate the NFL. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch uh, Canadian Football League before I watch NFL. But the popular brand is yeah. always going to draw the crowds. I think. Yeah, they're going to draw the crowds. They're going to be yeah. It's all uh, basic bitches. That's what's <laughs> about. Here, basic here's young. how I. Here's Basic how I know bitches. that's that's a partial fact. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm 100% right on it, but if you walk through the grandstands at a Wheel and Modified Tour event, you're going to see Kyle Busch shirt, shirts and jackets and stuff like that. Oh, those are the real basicest bitches but, right there. Yeah, on a regular Saturday night <laughs> it's like wearing or Friday a night or t-shirt. whatever, yeah. if you see that, it's like spotting a freaking unicorn at the track. Yeah. What's funny is it's like wearing a band T-shirt to their own concert. Yeah, yeah. that's a basic bitch move. <laughs> or you see the dude on college campus with... With the uh, very light blue polo shirt and salmon colored shorts. I was just going to say salmon. Salmon colored shorts and light blue uh, polo shirt. And deck shoes. Or the girl in the wintertime that has Ugg boots, yoga pants, North Face. Vest or jacket? Vest. Ah, turtleneck? Totally. Okay. Basic bitches. Wool or or cotton turtleneck? I don't know. (laughs) He's like, you're getting too specific. Shut Uh, up. Semen stained. Ah, yes, that one. It's usually around the cuff. It's not around the neck. <laughs> around the collar. Yeah. Um, moving on. <laughs> but no, I'm glad to see. I really, like I said, I really hope that this is not a last ditch effort and that it's actually viable enough for them to host this type of event because it's just going to be, you might as well just write success on the event before they even start it. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it. I just really hope I'm excited to see it. I love watching the wheel and tour there. I mean, you definitely get drivers that you don't get on tri-track events. So, and I think, uh, did we mention it before that the, um, spring sizzler is not going to be a tour race or it's going to be a tri-track race. Yeah. I think it's going to be a a tri-track or open modified. Have they even announced that? (laughs) I don't know. I heard it on Twitter the other day too. Oh, okay, good. I hope we weren't the ones who kind of bumbled across that one. I hope it was actually announced by now. Uh, I thought, I thought Stafford put something out that it was going to be an open modified race of some sort. I don't know if it's tri-track or if it's, they must have. It is. Yeah. I just, yeah. We spread enough. I mean, they do. Yeah. We spread enough awful rumors about the place. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we better get well, it right. Well, their open modified events are successful on their own, so I I can understand why they would do it. Yeah, I mean, if and I'm sure they'll still have a wheel in race at some point during the year. If there's anybody that can make any t- any type of racing a success, it's typically Stafford. Unless it's a mini stock, they don't want nothing to do with those things. Um, or actually, did they sure. did they completely nix all the wheel and modified tour races at Stafford for next year? I didn't really see one there. I'll I be think honest so. With you. I think you're right. That's Phil. interesting. I think you're right. Yeah. I didn't. I don't remember seeing one now. Well, they were they were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I that'd mean, be interesting. To yeah, I mean, last year or this this year, I should say, uh, Thompson didn't have a, a whale and modified tour race for the first time since 1985, since the inception of yeah. the tour. I'm pretty sure. And yep. Stafford still did, but I don't. Yeah, it's going to be a weird time. You know, especially with NASCAR around the Northeast, it's really kind of a weird time. Things are evolving very weirdly right now, for sure. I mean, you think about it, for a long stretch of time, the short tracks didn't have NASCAR, and they didn't really feel like they needed NASCAR. And then they kind of started gravitating towards it, and then it was really kind of a big thing. It was so big, in fact, that they didn't even give out 
any new sanctions to short tracks because they had so many of them. They had like a set number of them, and a track yeah, had, had like to, a waiting list. Yeah, a track literally had to close down in order for a track to get a NASCAR sanctioning, which is, I believe, how Waterford got theirs because they got it in 2000 after Riverside closed, which was a NASCAR sanctioned track. Yep. So, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I believe that's how it was. Well, so far, I believe that's what happened. The yeah. only thing that I've seen is from Race Day CT and. And they said that the Spring Sizzler for 2022 will not have a NASCAR uh, Tour modified event. It will be an open modified event. Okay. Yeah, that's that's probably what I saw. Yeah. I know we had kind of heard that before, and uh, I believe it was even announced, but we, we didn't want to announce it because it wasn't official yet. See how that works? Um, research hey <laughs> see how that works we didn't announce something because it wasn't you know completely researched anyway someone else did the work and we google stuff you know calling so back to the, what we said earlier in the show someone else did the work and we hey look it. what we said was truthful <laughs> imagine that yeah and okay it's probably going to be a really good show i guarantee it will be, <laughs> it's oh, be absolutely. Awesome. their open 80 races are fantastic they have mm-hmm. great shows i mean it's oh yeah plus it's not, it's like a perfect length for a tour mod show in my book especially at stafford 80 laps it's like a sprint yeah, race 80 laps at stafford is a great distance 200 is miserable that's so long 80 laps is perfect because you still got to have like strategy but you can also race hard because it's not 100 it's a it's a little bit shorter than what they're used to so you get good racing and you get good strategy i think it's a perfect number see it's weird too because 200 laps for the wheel and tour at stafford is sometimes it's a really really fun race but most of the time it kind of everybody plays a strategy of just kind of chilling out but the 300 at thompson people chilled out for like 30 laughs and then they just said screw it <laughs> and everybody was just like balls yeah. out yeah thompson yeah for yeah it's a little easier to do green flag pit stops i think too if you had to yeah but, they got a better yeah. pit road yeah. well here's the thing uh, it's a little I, wider yeah. you know I do have to call back at least a couple weeks because remember how we were kind of asking why uh, the 300 wasn't straight through and why they had breaks and stuff like that, uh, bec- or, or they didn't count cautions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was yeah, told. They didn't count cautions. I was told by a uh, cousin of the show, Chuck McDonald's, that the reason they didn't count caution laps was because they had lap money. And they didn't want to just start doling out lap money to people while it was under yellow. They wanted to make them race for the lap money. And I'm like, well, makes that, sense. that makes sense. Make them work. Yeah, they're making them work for it. Yeah, it did drag the show out a ton, but it was, yeah, I can see why they did that. So it makes sense now. I mean, yeah, I'm calling back two or three weeks on that one, but, you know. Yeah, kind of. I mean, if it was under yellow, it's still, you know, it's not a guarantee, you know. I would still hand it out under yellow just to get just the race over. Under <laughs> You're leading. That's just free money. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's not, you know, or, the track's or you can have certain points caution. in the race that have like bonuses. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's not the it's not the track's fault that that yeah. the ha- yell happened under your lap. So no, it's no big deal. Yeah. So anyway, that, I just had felt like I had to call that back just to give the credit where it's due on some ideas to give us you know reasons why they did what they did. All right. So um, I was gonna move on to some actual racing that happened. If you guys are at all interested in that, uh, they ran somebody the- raced somewhere. They actually locally politics. I thought it was a poll. Uh, yeah, we're running a new political show. It's a, it's going to be on Fox News or Fox Now or Nation or whatever they call it now because we're apparently right wing pundits. Oh, so you put it on ESPN <laughs> Plus and it'll never work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. 
Um, Fox News is right wing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. That, well, that's what they all say, right? Uh, okay, so Seekonk Haunted Hundred was run this weekend, which we'd already mentioned because the Speedball were going to run, and then they didn't. Um, they ran the ACT, they ran the Pro All Star Series, and they ran Tri Track. And I was kind of interested in going to this show, but again, I work Saturdays, and it's kind of hard for me to get out and get there before any racing really starts because I want to watch all of it if I'm going to pay for the ticket. Anyway. So it came down to some pretty interesting races. Uh, in the ACT race, Ben Rowe made a, a, a for, apparently from what I was told, an amazing outside, uh, I don't know if he really passed on the outside or if they had a late restart and he just kind of held his lane on the outside and managed to squeak by and get the win. But he not only won the race on a very, very slim margin, uh, he also won the title. Which it is was pretty cool. feet at the line. Yeah, barely feet at Sp the line. Speed 51 actually posted a video of like the last five laps plus some highlights through the race. And it was, it looked like it was a really, really good race. It sounded like it. The high side it. was actually working. Seekonk is funny. The high side can work sometimes. Usually I mean, that's in the how, falls. Um, that's how Radical Rick got his pro stock win this year, too. He got it on the yeah. high side. Usually um, in the fall, the, the top starts to come back in. Well, I guess the ACT pays like ten grand to the champion, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty good point money in my book. Yeah, that, that was really a good, good race. Money. For around here, that's pretty good. Um, so Ben Rowe won the race and the ACT title. Um, Pro All-Star Series, former, uh, oh, Christ, Oxford 250. Sorry, I just kind of slipped my mind there. Former Oxford 250 champ Johnny Clark won. Did he win this year or was it like last year? I forget when Johnny won, but he has won the th the two fifty. Uh, he won the Pro All Star Series event, and I believe he also wrapped up the past title. I'm fairly certain. Somebody will have to correct me on that. At least I didn't say that his dad had died. Um, moving on. <laughs> no more killing people on the show, please. No, that's their problem when they have a DUI. Um, so Tri-Track ran their open modifieds. Now Chase Dowling had picked up the CBYD uh, call before you did 80. I think it was like 8,100 something dollars or 8111 or something like that. Um, yeah, $8,111 or something, yeah. It, it was some kind of like uh, points, separate points dealy I think he won that with. Don't I'm, I don't know any of this stuff. I never even knew that existed. I apologize. I should have known, but I didn't. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I guess he had won that, but he also came out and won the tri-track race itself at Seekonk. And, oh, uh, Christ, I can't even remember his damn name. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm just so out of it right now. Um, Matt Hirschman. Sorry, it took me a minute. I guess he won the tri-track title. Um, yep. I I don't know where he finished. I wish I did. But, again, I was this on Speed 51 or was it pay-per-view? It was a pay-per-view oh. uh, race. I went to go watch it, and it was thirty bucks, and I was like, "Nah." I mean, the ticket's about thirty bucks, so it's not a horrible thing, or it's probably I don't know, it's probably close to that. But I mean, you're getting. I was watching all the prelims for the Powell Memorial at Alltech, an hour up the road from my house. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even go there either. <laughs> it, it was on Flow, and I wanted to watch oh, Citrus yeah, County too, so what? I watched Citrus County and Alltech. From yeah. my house, between both tracks. Once you pay for flow, you already get Support everything. Support local so. racing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You're supporting flow who films local racing. Uh, they probably I give, they give money to their stupid tracks. shit in the garage. Yeah, they get, they, they, I'm sure flow gives money to the tracks as evidenced by Stafford in their Stafford, involvement. Stafford, yeah. Yeah. So, more racing came along. Okay, so next week they're going to run, well, 
this weekend, I suppose, they're going to try to run the end of the uh, Waterford Speed Bowl season for Smacktoberfest. It's Monday as of record day, and everybody's already saying, oh, it's going to pour rain on Saturday, and you don't know that, honestly. I'm glad everybody's <laughs> a meteorologist. Seriously. Shut the... You don't know that. Seriously, that's five freaking days away. The weather could change at any time. You all said that we were going to get hurricanes and all this and that, and nothing freaking happened. Shut up. Yeah, we Seriously. Had, we had a tropical thunderstorm. Basically, it was just a thunderstorm. I didn't even lose power, and I lose power a lot. rain shower. Yeah. We had a warm rainstorm. <laughs> literally what we had. Oh, no, the it leaves fell down. got humid for a little while, and then it got foggy that night. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't even fog over. It was just. It was nothing. All right. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, anything could happen. But, uh, yeah, Sid's View will be filming there. I won't be. I'll be in a brown truck probably getting wet. Yeah, I, I will. I hope not. I'll probably not be. Raining, but... What's her name? Did you see that video, uh, by the way? What is her Speaking name? Speaking of what Amazon? Phil said. Yeah, the Amazon truck. Her name is from, Amazon. From Barstool. That's it. Oh, nobody saw what I was talking about, I guess. No, uh, no I haven't seen it yet. Oh, the video of the uh, Amazon delivery truck. Somebody's taking a video of the Amazon truck from like up on a balcony somewhere in an apartment building. And the oh, back door opens up from the Amazon delivery truck. And uh, very obviously, a uh, sex worker gets out of the back of it. And the Amazon worker just like waves and says, thank you. And she walks off, fixing her dress. Dude, those guys are animals. I'm sorry. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> right in the middle of the open, too. Jeez. Not even down a dark alley or a, <laughs> an abandoned parking lot. It was like That's on the side of the street. That's why those have no windows. My God. <laughs> Mine doesn't have windows, Good but that's night. because the government's cheap and a piece of, piece of aluminum is cheaper. Uh, but no, that <laughs> freaking made me laugh. I'm like, damn, Amazon. Yeah, all those smile, all those smiley faces. Quote Someone unquote. should edit the side of the truck to be a bigger smile. They should make it a veiny smile. It should be a dildo, <laughs> a big be, pink one. It's a vein, It's a bulbous <laughs> veiny smile. Big double-ended one. A triumphant <laughs> double-ended veiny smile. A pink one. We just yeah. got demonetized. Oh, who gives a damn? We're not making any money anyway. We didn't swear. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no. Uh, Jesse's Sorry, just Sid. like, you guys suck. Watch your profanity. Hey, there it is. All right, anybody watch like the Xfinity Series race because that happened this weekend? Nope. I watched yeah. uh, Ty Gibbs won the Xfinity Series race at Kansas. I watched half of it before Phil spoiled it for me because I watched it later. Um, hey, in all fairness, I sent you a text. <laughs> it told you watch this after the race. Which was after the text you sent me that sent me to Instagram that showed me the end of the race. And then I got the text after I'd already read that. Well, I'm sorry that your phone is glued to your hands. <laughs> you should have sent that message before you sent the link to Instagram. Hey, read this afterwards. Okay. And yeah, then I get I the link. Something. <laughs> I made the effort. But since Ty Gibbs won, I'm glad you stopped me from watching it because I just can't stand it. I think, uh, again. I like Michael Byers in the, in the grandstands. Oh, that was funny. Uh, because, can we be honest? We've been talking about how good the 54 is all year and how cars can be better than others. The 54 in the Xfinity Series is, I think, pretty much the only Joe Gibbs car to win this year. It is. None of the other cars have won. Yeah. The 54 is the only Joe Gibbs Xfinity Series car that has won. It's won like eight or nine times. With multiple drivers. Yeah, with multiple different drivers. Uh, except for Ty Dillon. 
but we'll move on yeah, from well, that. So all those other guys and, are <laughs> R&D drivers. Apparently, well, Kyle they, Busch yeah. is, apparently. Uh, da- Daniel Hemrick's got to be over there. Give Like, can you please just let me drive the 54 car? Well, he week? was going like, to win the one race until his teammate Kyle Busch put him out. So, And then he was doing pretty well until he got wrecked by... Um, Oh, who was that? Sammy Mayer hit uh, Noah yeah. Gregson and then wrecked the two. Uh, oh, Gregson, that was the dumbest thing. I've Gregson ever seen. and the eighteen. Mayer's a freaking weapon. Like, good <laughs> God, a dart without the, feathers. He's got to have a lot of money. He's got to have uh, Noah Gregson's DUI dad money. Yeah, I mean, then <laughs> swear to God, or uh, he's no. trying to pay for Junior's two charters that are going to be worth ten million dollars if he wants to get into Cup. Oh Christ. Yeah, I don't char- see Junior getting in the cup. Can't, can't. The charters, he said. The charters are way the charters too expensive. Are too expensive. He said that's the only barrier. It's ten million charter. Why don't we talk about the charters in a second? I'm just going to get rid of this Xfinity series mess. Yeah, um, well, we got the whole uh, cup race to go through too. Right. That's there. why we're going to mention that. Um, Kansas obviously. Ty Gibbs was given the win. End of story. Done. He's in the 54 car and. How do you lose? Yeah, he was given the win. If you grew up as a fetus with a steering wheel in your hands and all you've done your entire life is touch race cars, in 18 years of tutelage, you're going to know how to drive a race car. It's like yeah. breeding greyhounds. They yeah, but it know how to run. They're built Grandpa to run. Grandpa just gives them the ride. Hey, you want to know... Um, <laughs> um, I'm not want- saying he's not a good driver, but Jesus Christ... No, he's he, got everything he, he is, needs no, handed to him better than Joey Logano ever he did. He is, yes, but again, he's essentially a thoroughbred. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's been something. There is something to that. He's been um, b- brought up and trained and and tutored and Brent, all sorts of shit into this. He's a the machine. Whole life. I want you to, sh- uh, Brent. I okay. Mean, I wish I could show you this monitor here. Let's just do this. Okay, okay. Jesse's going to show us the monitor here. This. I want you to point out. The difference between who is it? This person and that person. Uh, they're the same. That's the same. John Hunter Nemechek knows how to work on his race car. That's well, kind of, but (laughs) for the most part, those are the same exact person. I mean, one's got a darker smile, but yeah, that's the same person. We are. Here's what I will say, though. John Hunter Nemechek is a much more humble kid because Joe didn't have shit. John is not. If, if you ever listen to John Hunter talk, he doesn't give you that fake line like Ty Gibbs does. Uh, Ty Gibbs, that all the uh, like. If I was I, Kaz Grala in the man, truck series, I don't, I don't no think that I'd that. have that. Uh, I think Kaz Grala may have something to say about that. Or Daniel Hemrick in the truck, the one where he ran over him in the in the road course. Yeah, you'll get it eventually, there, Jess. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> this isn't my setup. This it's is your something. camera. You bought it. Why don't you just sandwich the wire with that giant Stanley Cup replica? Oh, Mint. That worked. Okay. So anyway, uh, Kansas. So um, I think it's the same exact person because we have uh, people are being engineered. Yes. People are being, it's like the Matrix. It's like, you know how there's like more than one celebrity? Like <laughs> Miley Cyrus is actually dead. All celebrities are interchangeable. And, and also worthless. looks like, uh, what's that kid? Uh, the Canadian yeah, pop star there. Bieber? Uh, yeah, Bieber. Bieber. Oh. You know who the, yeah, you know who the worst? The female Bieber. 
the worst offender of being the most manufactured driver is, and this is going to piss people off. Uh, shoot, go ahead. Kyle Larson. Hmm. He himself has admitted he knows nothing about a race car. He just knows how to get well, into Neither the did Kelly Yarbrough. Yeah, I guess Kelly Yarbrough didn't. So knowing stuff about your race car is kind of hit or miss, especially with... That has to do with When talent. you breed a thoroughbred, do they know what a saddle is or do they just know that somebody's on top of to them me, whipping though, them? To me, though, that's the difference between a racer and a race car driver. You're kind of splitting hairs at this point. It's like, do you get the job done or not? Yeah. Um, oh, they they get the job done. I'm not going to deny but, that of them. But to me, they're not real racers. They didn't grow up in the garage working on the race cars. That's my idea of a racer. So, so call them a race car driver, fine. Celebrate their championships and their wins, great. They're manufactured, just like Jesse said. They're robots. They are robots. Yeah. I mean, even if they work on the car, that was their job to do. To work on the and, car. and to be fair, that's Formula One drivers too. There's a lot of IndyCar drivers like that too. It's not just one form of motorsports. Well, it's, I mean, they can tell you. Well, Formula One guy has to be an aeronautical engineer, practically, apparently, to work on that car. So come on, <laughs> we're not working on that thing with hammers and screwdrivers. No, they, I know, but they they the, all start somewhere. The thing with all yeah. major, the thing with all major forms of racing, whether it be NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, there are engineers on the team, and if you say. A car is doing this, this, and this in the corner. They'll be like, okay, we'll fix it. There's no need for them to, have to do this anymore. Let me look at the SMT data. I'll tell there's you how to fix the no, car. There's no need for the driver to have any sort of involvement other than what's it doing? Okay, we'll fix it. That's what it is now. So to me, I guess it's, to not, me, that's it's kind of a moot point. Sport. Yeah. Well, again, Kansas, uh, top groove only racetrack when the tires have as anywhere. As boring as it sounds uh, as a state. Yep. Corn, soybean, that's it. I love that's all what the we had, corn I just, and soybean racing. I, I love all the people who are like, oh, people think it's trendy to hate on Kansas. Well, Kansas is a one groove racetrack on the top in all series. So shut up about people being overly critical hipsters because it's true. It is a mostly boring one groove track. Yeah. Well, end of story. There's also those uh, 550 packages. Ugh. Yeah. The package doesn't help, obviously. Yeah. None of the packages in the series are any good. The package I liked does not Kansas help. Kansas around 2013, 2014 when they had the high high horsepower package on the COT car. It was better. Yeah, that was better. It was, but it was way better. They you still could run rip. multi-line. Yeah, but not for long. The bottom would always lose out. Because... I've never blamed a racetrack on anything. I, 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 I'm I one of those people that will not yeah. blame a racetrack on anything. It is. I can't blame an inanimate object. I yeah. blame the car. you got to blame the per- that was engineered by man to run on that track. I don't care. I'm not going to, I'm never going to blame a racetrack because we need racetrack. I'm not going to, I can't do that. That's just out of my system. I'm sure a better package would make it better. It, it, it's not an engine. It's not a well-engineered car. It's a, it, we have the cookie cutter race car and it's a pile of garbage. We never I, liked I it. would love to the see the only racetrack I'll ever blame is Bristol. <laughs> I would love to see. Yeah. Because they put dirt on it. Uh, anyway, no, because they <laughs> freaking ground the banking. Oh yeah. They kept, they can't stop screwing with that track. I want to see what these new cars are going to do you with the independent suspension. I bet you it'll be a lot better. Um, yeah, thank God we won't oh, yeah. ever have to hear the words 550 horsepower package again come. Well, you're going to. No, it's 450 and 670. Ugh, yeah. Well, I think the reasoning they're doing that, and I heard a good reason for it, was because they don't really have any sort of knowledge of what these cars are going to do if they're on a super speedway or a big track and get into a really big accident. crashing. Oh, find out. Like in crashing February. into each other. So what well, these cars are already way faster. So what they want to do is like kind of peg the speeds back just in case so that if they do 
do that and they have data on it, they can at least keep it safer. Oh, they- like they just want to know data. They want to do this. So that's kind of why they've pegged it back to start. Okay. So they're going to so, be big, big old giant Petri dish coming out of four Daytona. That's gonna more be than fun. likely. Yes. I yeah. do want to call bullshit on one thing that I keep hearing. Watch everybody keeps saying, yeah, everybody keeps saying that NASCAR is lowering the uh, horsepower numbers to cater to the OEMs. But Chevrolet just re- released a thousand horsepower crate motor. Dodge has the red eyed demon, holy shit, whatever drag car that they sell from the factory. The tornado death pack. Yeah, whatever the <laughs> hell it is. Like, why can't we have 900 horsepower? They're making it from the factory. The OEMs have no problem making horsepower. Yeah. Yeah. No they're problem. trying to cater Toyota to BMW does. and Volkswagen and Honda and all those stupid freaking manufacturers overseas that we don't care about in NASCAR. Bring Dodge back. Dang yeah. it. I'm fine with Toyota. <laughs> most of them are American made anyway. They're the most American made car company yeah. out there. So Yeah, a lot of their components are American made. God's yeah, sakes. Yeah. I mean, we have American made cars made by communists. Okay. Most of their parts <laughs> are made by communists. Yeah, so right. give me a give me a break. A lot of components made in China don't, and stuff. Don't so Europe give by me America. A break. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so uh, I guess uh, Ty Gibbs clinched the ARCA championship just by starting, and I cannot ex- I cannot express how little I care about that. Um, I guess Nick Sanchez, I don't know him, won the no, ARCA race by beating Gibbs, uh, whoever he is. Um, but kudos to him for winning that race over that kid instead. The um, final pass on Gibbs, did they call it the Dirty Sanchez? Ha! Only if he spun him, but I would have called it that. But I don't know. I didn't see him do anything dirty. <laughs> so... Um, okay. I'll move I on. I didn't see the race. So we can. We I don't can, know. I didn't either. I didn't bother watching it because uh, it's an Arca race, and Arca used to be cool, and now they're not. Um, <laughs> so I watched uh, that race at Alltech uh, on whatever the it Powell might have. Memorial yeah, it might have been the heat races or practice or qualifying yep. that day. I watched that instead. I'm like, ooh, dirt car. And Alltech's a freaking killer racetrack, so I'm like, yes. Dude, that place would, is so cool. I would much rather watch Dirt Late models, even if they are 604 crate. I would rather watch those than Arca. Don't care. Uh, They're still doing 20 seconds around a .55 mile dirt oval. They got to find a... NASCAR needs to find a way to get all these... X cup cars that they're going to have in surplus next year into the hands of new or whatever ARCA teams, make it more affordable and rebuild the freaking ARCA series. Like how they used to do it with old chassis. Yeah. And engines. They should just use the gen six car straight up. I don't know why they don't use them until you can't use them no more and then do whatever you're going to do. Like you always do. Get rid of the ARCA spec recycling series. Yeah. It used to be cool. Yeah. Now they have these spec motors that, are four or five times the price of an open motor. <laughs> like, oh my God. And then they don't pay it to gate. They pay it two weeks down the road. That doesn't help anybody. Like I said, CT525, 8000 bucks, done for the year. Yep. Mm. Okay, so Kyle Larson won the Kansas Cup race. I, don't, I, I had it on while I was working on Jesse's car, and I don't remember anything really big happening except for a couple people in, like Ryan Blaney got taken out by the three car, and uh, some other people and just oh, people. I just Austin Dillon is just terrible. He lost the yeah the air lost it. Yeah, yeah. They were in a but pack quite and a he bit just cut him. He bobbled and barely clipped Blaney in the left rear. And whoops, he overcorrected so bad though. Yeah, yeah. I would have just spun that out at that point. You're that far sideways. Just 
let it go, spin to the infield, and take your lumps. What do they say, Brent? How much, what is the saying? A set of tires is better than what? A set of tires is cheaper than a car. Yeah. That's what Ryan Newman did. He got the thing sideways, locked the thing down, blew all four tires. He didn't care. Didn't wreck he the did car. He did a great job of saving the car, but that's experience in, in a winning driver. Yeah. Austin Dillon's won races, but uh, I don't think he's really ever earned one fully. It's not a typical consistent winner. So there was some there was some records set by Kyle Larson. It was his ninth win of the year. People were like, maybe he can get to double digits, and I'm like, no. And then he wins three in a row, and I'm like, maybe. So that's possible. Um, he surpassed Jeff Gordon for most laps led in a single season since NASCAR went to 36 races with 2,321 laps led. Previous record was three 2,320. Uh, the previous record was also set in 2001. So 20 years that record stood until Kyle Larson came along. So you think he's not having a good year? Nine wins and most laps led since 2001? Who wants, yeah. to, who wants to bet he don't well, win was, the championship? Probably won't because of the <laughs> Oh, chase. God, if he doesn't win the championship, it's going to be the biggest disappointment ever. Every year that happens, almost yeah. every year, the, just yeah. about every year. The kid year. has absolutely driven. He probably should have 13 or 14 wins at this point. I mean, think about last year. Could, what, yeah. How many races... Did Harvick and Hamlin win? Yeah, I mean, over half. Harvick won nine. I think Hamlin won nine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Over, yeah. Ten. And did they win the championship? Nope. No. Chase Elliott won. <laughs> he so, won four or five races, but he's yeah, not that's a, a good amount of races. Yeah, not a championship earning year. Championship race rotating tracks. That's my opinion. I don't get it. Anyway, I don't really care either. Playoffs are stupid. I hate them. It's all a product of the freaking TV networks who pay them billions of dollars. I'm not even going to blame NASCAR anymore because we all know what the truth is. Again, At reporting point, the they truth. Just make the championship race Daytona. Again, we're yeah, reporting right. truth. Yeah, all, um, yeah. All the playoff races are the ones that have the highest rate of chaos. Right, all the, all the playoff ending ones. Right, like those. they. Oh, we'll make a transition race at Dover or not Dover, uh, Bristol and Martinsville and uh, Talladega. The, oh, the Roval. The it's Roval. Like, yeah, really? the ones with the highest amount of chaos. <laughs> yeah, all let, the chaos. Let me, let me ask you this: Do you think the Kevin Harvick and uh, Chase Elliott deal is done? If they were nope. smart, it would be. They tried. Oh, they, yeah. It's like NASCAR brought them both in a trailer. They said, "Okay, what's done is done." Oh, right. I, I bet, I bet but, another SHR car somehow causes Chase a problem at Martinsville. But here's I the thing. guarantee a, you. The problem is what Chase Elliott did the dumbest thing that he could do. I know it probably wasn't his idea, but some part of him had to go ahead. But he had those T-shirts made up that, you know, said, you know, what is it? Harvick D's Nuts or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> no, it was a Mappy Christmas and Merry Offseason. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. So, Didn't he donate them to charity or something? Yeah, supposedly, know. but give me that's a, the, that's the, the best, profits. Yeah, that's the best way to get off of it. It's like, no, you already it's have charity. enough. Why can't you just give the money to charity? Why you got to you know, have all this extra attention to all this other bull crap? And now it's going to bite you in the butt because what you think Harvard's going to be impressed with that? No. <laughs> no. I, I like Chase Elliott, and I've always been a Harvick fan. I have a hard time with this one, but... Harvick's not going to fucking give this up. I guarantee you NASCAR <laughs> said absolutely nothing to them about this. They said, hey, this is getting us pretty good ratings. No, well, he's, well, they didn't want their most popular driver to maybe get knocked out of the championship. That's so they also said, fair. They, they, squat, they said, okay, we're done and we're squashed, and then Chase Elliott pulls this. 
So it's just going to keep going on and on. It ain't over yet. We need this in the sport, though. Because this, this brings me back to, to, I mean, Dale Earnhardt, Jeff Gordon, there wasn't a rivalry there, per se, like this. It, but Mostly the, I remember, the, between the fans. Yeah, I remember going to, but I mean, this still gives the fans a reason to be against each other, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, I, want I remember to going to New Hampshire when I was a kid and watching people running around the grandstands with signs and Jeff Gordon's crying towel. and I want to see fistfights and bloodshed in the stands. I want riots. I want entertainment. That's what I want. I, I am I miss, the lowest common denominator. I, don't. I miss the days when I would walk around New Hampshire as a kid with a Dale Earnhardt shirt and have a full-grown man in a Jeff Gordon shirt look at me and go, fuck you. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> of course. That's what NASCAR needs. <laughs> I spit on you, child. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like the driver I like. If you, you kid. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you, punk. Yeah. I'm sure you were now real all impressed. the millennials would be like, oh, he hit my driver. I need my safe space. He came out of NASCAR. <laughs> he shouldn't be allowed in the facility anymore. He's spreading hate speech. I have crippling depression. <laughs> that too. <laughs> we laugh because it's true. Racing is not a sport for pussies. No, it's not the WWE either. Let's be no. honest. I mean, we can't have these guys wrecking each other each week, but I don't mind. Like, if if Chase and Kevin go through turn three and four, bumping off each other and walling each other for the finish or whatever, that's that's fine. Why not? All right. So, uh, Jess, did you want to – how long are we into this thing? Do you even want to go into nonsense with charter systems and all this other stuff? Or? Yeah, we're in hour 20. I don't really think we could save that for another week. We'll save it for another week. That's fine. Yeah, the charters. They're a scam. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it as we'll the end of the season. We'll talk about it on next week's show. I mean, the end of the season's it's, it's, coming up, and we're not going to... We're going to take people the... Are, uh, yeah, there's going to be teams that are on the fence for being losing their charter and stuff, and next week we're going to talk about why it's BS and why... Uh, you should believe more in a Nigerian Ooh. Shanghai than <laughs> you this freaking thing. I'm yawning over here. I'm dying because <laughs> I don't know. I think this light is screwing with me because it's like that weird frequency of you're in class and it's now nah, forget. It, I'll move on. Anyway, it's all psychology. I don't anyway, feel so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to die. They had the uh, the F1 race overlap the Cup race on Sunday, uh, which was kind of. <laughs> That was kind of iffy. That was uh, dumb. Yeah, they had the U. They had the U. Why no one watches Formula One in America? Who cares? It was the USGP. They had it at Coda. Ooh, big deal. Um, I guess they had like four hundred thousand fans there or something like that. It was a ton of people. Holy crap! That's because they didn't have a high school game in Texas. Football game. Oh yeah, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, no yeah so Sunday, so they all had the day off. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I guess Max Verstappen won. I didn't really watch it. Uh, I don't know. I was watching. I was too busy working on my brother's car <laughs> to have any sort of notes off it's of good that. Because it's good for so. Max Verstappen because his dad wouldn't beat him this time. So yeah, good. he won't beat him if he loses. Yeah. Um, so anyway. good for him. He avoided a nice spanking. Right. A switch. Ugh. <laughs> his father's a piece of crap. You should watch that crime. Listen to that crime in sports. Yeah, there you go. Joss Verstappen. He was a recent one, too. Yeah. I had no idea. But, uh, hey. All right, so I think I'm out of notes here. 
I'm yeah. kind of floundering here. I got no notes. There's no racing going on. What the hell, you know? We're going to take this off season off again um, from the show. Last year, we did the same thing, uh, just as a heads up to our listeners. Let me so, get the boy. Yeah, bring him in, but uh, yeah. we'll be done here in a minute. So, All right, so yeah, and then we're going to be taking this off season off again. Uh, we might come up with a couple little episodes here and there, but uh, just expect that while uh, if you're an avid listener of the show. And, we'll be doing uh, some iRacing. We will be doing iRacing. We're doing a Sunday oh, league. Are you kidding me? And we are doing that on, jeez, uh, I think it's a league thing. You'd have to contact either <laughs> yeah, me or Phil or something. And anyway, reach out to the Facebook page and we can get you set up with it. So, yeah, Producer Junior has entered the studio, and I've probably had way too much chocolate or candy or something. He's probably got a stash hidden somewhere. <gasps> Uh, so anyway, you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find us on Instagram at Making Laps Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Laps Podcast. Don't, can... don't forget to leave us a voicemail on Oh, yeah. The, yeah, you're way too far away Lord, from your mic for that. But you can leave us a what voicemail. Do do, Lord? Hey, the there's, his, there's his sound. Corrupt them all. This is their plan, people. <laughs> These are demons. Okay, boy. Stop. I got to finish my, my diatribe here. Okay, so you can find us on, uh, you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash making laps. Hit the voicemail icon. You can go to youtube.com slash Sid's view and watch us over there whenever those come out and uh, get him away from the damn board. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, you can send us an email to making laps podcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BrankLeeson01 if you want to complain about my political rants, which I'll probably just block you. Uh, you can find Phil at... At PJ's Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And uh, you can find Jesse in a big brown truck throwing, big, throwing big brown... Bags of candy? Yes. Bags of candy now. <laughs> All right. So anyway, boy, how do we end this show? Keep the door side down, stay out of the fence. Thank you for listening. Excellent. Yes, thank you all for listening. 